0: Good morning. Good morning, Rabotai. Tov, v'orach, Iyar beezat Hashem should stand for ani amunai rofecha. We should be zochet to see rifuah shlema for uh, the many people who need Yeshua this morning. Um, as well, we'd like to offer our condolences uh, to the Wallerstein family on the passing of Rabbi Zichaya Wallerstein, Lava shalom. Tremendous Mefits Torah a person. Who spread torah in a a huge way for literally for decades uh, and pioneered many of the uh the techniques and the lanes of of uh pirsum torah across uh, across the communities uh we wish his family nehama as well to the Safti family on the passing of judah Safti. hashem should send them nehama during this extremely difficult time he was so young uh grew up down the road from one another always had a smile on his face uh, was a very funny, jolly guy. I remember from my childhood. Hashem should bless his family. Nahama, uh, uh, what a what a challenging time it is. Bezat uh, Hashem that rifu'ah should uh, should take place in the hearts uh, of his wife uh, uh, and his children. tovim arukim. Today's breakfast and class is sponsored by Yaakov Shirazi on the occasion of Rosh Chodesh. Iyar. let B'Komik for success in everything. As well, dedicated for their speedy and completed Fuashna of Yitzchak Ben Miriam, sponsored anonymously. Leilou Nishmat Hanaleh Bat Shraga and Shimon Ben David, sponsored by their daughter, Raisy Katz. And sponsored by Emmanuel Zara, dedicated in honor of David Zahir, Zahirpour for his help and kindness towards uh, Emmanuel's father, Yaakov Ben Miriam. Uh, and also dedicated by AJ Gindy in honor of Albert Sutton, Sonny Door, and Joseph God. They are lifesavers or transplant sponsors. May the act of saving a life serve as a source of protection and success for them and their families for many years to come. The Week of Kobru is sponsored by David Yash in honor of you and your substantial capacity to do good today and every day. My friends, um, in this special parasha, a parasha that is Meleim Mitzvot Karimon, it is full of so many beautiful mitzvot. Every extra pasuk teaches you another magnificent lesson. And I had the opportunity and the privilege last night to be brought by a dear friend of mine, by Rabbi Lawrence Hadjioff, who works with us in Chazak, and who is now opening a, a branch, a snif, a, a locale in Great Neck. My friends, it was an amazing thing to see something like 350 young people, men and women, uh, singles, married. It was incredible coming out to hear a class on Rosh Chodesh, really, really, really special. I'm so proud of what they've achieved over there. And I want to share with you something, um, maybe that I spoke about. I want to share a brief part of what I mentioned last night there, and then hopefully uh, explain another concept uh, over here as well. The Pasuk says, Tochiach et amitecha. A person has an obligation of tochacha. Now, today, in today's day and age, If you want to be cool, you keep your mouth shut. You want to be a cool rabbi, you don't say anything. You want to be a good friend, you always support someone in all of their choices. Like we say in England, rubbish, that's a good friend. You have a person who's developing a problem, turning into an alcoholic. Just be cool. Just be cool with it, don't say anything. You're going to be that annoying friend that points out that they need to get help. That's what a friend is. Yes, that's what a friend is. A random stranger who doesn't care what you do with your life could keep their mouth shut and be cool. But if you care about someone and you see they're doing something wrong, the Torah tells you, you see something, say something. Someone is uh, disrespecting the Beit Knesset; They're speaking nonstop. It's so uncomfortable to tell them, he... You know what that means? He. After. Let's speak after. No, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that person. The Torah says you have to be that guy. Hocheach et amitecha. lo is a tricky uh, phrase to translate. Hocheach <speaking in Hebrew> means you shall surely rebuke your friend. Rebuke. You shall surely rebuke et amitecha, your friend. And you shall not carry on him a sin. Now there's many interpretations to that second part of the Passover. But the simple explanation is don't carry for him a sin. If he's talking and you should say something and you know better and you don't say something HaKadosh Baruch considers it as if you did the Avon. Your friends wanna go out. Yeah, sure, I'm gonna go out with them. I, I, I'm, I'm kosher, I'm not, I'm not eating non-kosher. I'm just, I'm just gonna have Diet Coke. But they're not eating kosher. And you know that they're on the level. I'm not saying when someone's not holding there. That's something else. You know, you need to always bring someone with love, accept them, love them, whatever they're doing. If you know better, and you know that they know better, and they just drop their standards, why? They don't even know why. You have to say something. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. And don't carry their sin. In Shamaim, all of a sudden you get there after 120, and God says, "Why'd you eat here?" And you're thinking, "Eat here. My whole life I wanted to eat there. I never ate a single thing there. All my friends ate there." And God's gonna say, exactly, on your cheshbon. It was on your tab. This round's on you. I didn't make this up, by the way. This is not me me being hardcore, super religious, black hattie. This is a pasuk in the Torah. In fact, the Gemara says, what if I give the guy tohachah? It doesn't work. Says the Gemara, do it again. Tokacha means rebuke, to tell someone that they've done something wrong. You know, this guy comes from the right of the family where breaking Shabbat was not an option for him. But slowly but surely, one thing happens, next thing happens. Now he has his phone. Now he's doing this. Now he's doing that. Why? Because everybody does. Everybody does. But you know he knows better. And you know, by the way, that he could take your Tokacha. There's a caveat. Our rabbis say you have to know that the person could take it. But if the person could take it, and you tell him to once, you say, I told him. Says the Gemara, Do it again. How many times, says the Gemara? Afilu me'a pe'amim. I remember reading in a book, what happens if a person rebuked someone? A hundred times. That's it. Afilu me'a I did a hundred times. I saw written in the sefer. Afilu me'a pe'amim is a euphemism. It means Unlimited. How many times are you going to tell? Now again, all this assuming that the person is holding there and capable of hearing it. So that's the straightforward understanding of the Pasuk. You have an obligation. But you also have an obligation of giving Tochacha in a way that it's going to be heard. (laughs) Relate to the person you're giving Tochacha to as a friend. Make them feel that this didn't break your friendship at all. You're not looking down on them. You're not yelling or screaming at them because you're on some sort of ego trip. You want to feel good about yourself. But rather because you care. You're better than this. You are better than this. I want the beracha of Shabbat for you. And I'm just saying it to you, like a dear friend. And by the way, if you're not the person that compliments when times are due for a compliment, if you're not the type of person who notices positive things about people, then maybe you're not the person to notice negative things about people. You know why? Because you fulfilled but you did not feel you're not a real friend. If you're a friend who's always critical, then you're not a real friend. If you're a friend who's never critical, then you're not a real friend. That's what we're learning from the Pasuk. Lotisa alav How many times does a person bow out and say, you know what, this guy, I I know him. He's not strong enough. All the peer pressure, everyone else is doing this, everyone else is doing that. I can't say anything. He's not strong enough. Say the chachamim, lotisa alav chet. Don't raise the chet above him. Don't make the sin stronger than him. Think of him as being the type of person that can conquer that does have the power. But my friends, what I wanted to speak to you today about is another line of understanding and of thinking in this Pasuk. A magnificent concept. The Chachamim say that when a person witnesses a sin that someone is doing in front of them, they have an obligation to ask themselves Why was I exposed to this Avon? They tell a story about how the Ba'al Shem Tov one time, he witnessed uh, Chilu Shabbat publicly. And he started crying and he said, what did I do that this happened to me, that I should witness this? And he started going through each and every one of his actions until eventually he realized that there had been a person who had had, um, belittled a Talmid Chacham in front of him and the Baal Shem Tov hadn't said anything. Maybe because he thought like this, he thought he's going to get the guy angrier, he thought this, he thought that, but for whatever reason, he didn't say anything. What's the connection between the kavod of a Talmid Chacham and the kavod of Shabbat? They are both, my friends, sources of spirituality. And if you do not pay attention to Kiddushah in one, you will not pay attention to Kiddushah in another. See the class that we spoke about last week in the name of Hatam Sofer by Nadav and Avihu. My friends, I'm not here to go into the sins of the Baal Shem Tov because the Baal Shem Tov's sins are our mitzvot. If only we should be zochet to one day sin like the Baal Shem Tov. But what I am here to talk about is that perhaps there's another understanding here You're going to give rebuke. There's two rebukes in every rebuke that you give. One rebuke is the rebuke you give them. Tochiach is the second rebuke you give yourself. What What am I doing that God exposed this specific sin to me? Now on an esoteric level, on a spiritual level, that means that I need to improve if I was forced to see something like this. But my friends, I want to talk about a much more practical understanding. The Torah, you see, places an incredible premium on the word responsibility. In fact, my rabbi always used to say that when we say, "ashamnu," Bagadnu, Gazalnu, Most people translate the word ashamnu, they say it means we're guilty. But my rabbi used to say a little bit of a different explanation. He said ashamnu means not so much we're guilty, but we are responsible. My friends, peer pressure works both ways. And if friends can bring you down, then friends can bring you up. And if you're in the, in, the, in the scope of someone that you have something to say to because this is on you to give to Chagha, you also have to ask yourself, how is it that I have not been a better friend? I have not been a better influence. Maybe I'm not inviting them around my house enough for Shabbat. Maybe I'm not cajoling him enough to bring him to a Torah class. I know many people. They told me, Rabbi, I'd like to do a class in my house. I said, come to the class in the shul. Why do I have to do a class in your house? The guy says, not for me, Rabbi. I come to the class in the shul. You know that. He says, but I have two or three friends. They'll never step foot in the shul. But if I have a class in my house... I can invite them to my house and they can't tell me no. That's a person who's thinking about the growth of their friends, of their community. My friends, we have a responsibility to those around us. The literal way of giving tochacha to your friend is by going up to him and saying, you did something wrong. But there is a much more effective way of giving Torah to your friend. And that is by modeling the behavior that you hope that they'll see, that they'll act, that they'll do. I remember one time I saw a Sadiq in Jerusalem. Very, I don't know his name. I only know he's a Sadiq because I used to watch him pray. We prayed in the same minyan. And when a person prays the way he was praying, I know he's a Sadiq. One day, I see him walk in, there were some candy wrappers on the floor in the shul. He was an old man, he walked in, the first thing he did was he got down and he's picking up all the candy wrappers by the bimah. They must have had a simcha in the shul. If ever I needed any more convincing the guy was the righteous sadiq man, you all know that's a big thing for me, I learned from my father, the person that's willing to become a garbage man for God's honor, that's a, that's a holy man, that's a, a special man this guy was a sadiq. He picks up all the garbage. My friends, I want to share with you something unbelievable. Puts it in his pocket. He didn't throw it in the garbage. Puts it in his pocket. And I was wondering, why, did he, why didn't he throw it away? Maybe 10 minutes later, I see at the doorway of the shul, who's walking into the shul? The kids that had thrown the wrappers down. The kids that had grabbed that, you know, that were at the Simcha eating the lollipops. The man reaches in his pocket, and before they could notice, he throws the garbage back on the floor. And he waits for them to walk into the middle of the shul. And then in front of the children, without looking at them, he reaches down again, and he picks up the wrappers. And I just sat there, I was like, wow! You see, he wanted to pick up the wrappers in front of the children so the children should see an old, a Sadiq, a reverent man picking up their garbage. But he wouldn't leave it until they came back because of the Kavod of the Beit Knesset. So what do you do? You pick it up now for the Kavod of the Beit Knesset or you pick it up later to teach teach the children how to respect the Beit Knesset? What do you do? The answer is you do both. He didn't say one word. I'm sure they got the message. Hocheach tocheach alav perhaps that gives us a beautifully sharp understanding of the second part of the pasuk. Hokeach tocheach means give them rebuke, your friends. Velo alav don't even raise the sin that he did to him don't bring it up don't mention it don't go compre- because there's going to be a million people in this world that will be incapable of hearing from you that they've doing this wrong or they're doing that wrong you know why because there's people in this world who can't do anything wrong we've all met them some of us are married to them not me personally but some people they can't do anything wrong. You raise something that did wrong. Automatically, you failed in your hochayach tochak. So the pasuk is telling you, there's a way of giving tochacha, where lotisa alavchet you didn't even bring up the head. What do you do? You figure out how to be the silent example. How to pick up the garbage. How to be strict on Shabbat. How to walk in and maybe publicly turn your phone off before Shabbat and put it away, you're teaching by example. And you know what the advantage of teaching by example is? You never have to tell the guy who can't be wrong, you're wrong. It's so much easier to learn than to admit. Hashem should bless us to be tochiach, tochiach, our children. And to accept on ourselves that if my child didn't learn this, if my friend, my family, my community didn't learn this, I'm not doing enough to be the flag bearer, to wave the flag for whatever it might be. I'm not doing enough to be able to illustrate, to show people uh, a better way. Tochiach, tochiach, act it, show it, be it. And then, Be'ezrat Hashem, the people will follow in the ways and it will be easy to do so. Divrecha chamim says the pasuk, say, say uh, yeah, benachat, the words of the wise are heard when they are gentle. And there is nothing more gentle than silence. Do the action. Show them the way it's done. And then they, Be'ezrat Hashem, will follow in your footsteps. Baruch Adonai Amen